Alright guys, so I have a special version of off script today. I've got my mom. Hey mom. Hey Con. And I've got Mara, my sister with me. Hello. <laughs> uh, we actually watched Rogue One, what, two days ago? That is correct. Alright, so with that in mind, we're basically going to talk all Rogue One today. Uh, a lot to really break down, but first, a word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor is Offscript Online. Oh my gosh. Wow. Imagine that. Go on Offscript Online today and read awesome articles, mainly by Brendan, but occasionally by Connor. <laughs> but Brendan does a lot of our writing, so thank you, Brendan. On top of that, we're also sponsored by the Offscript Online Instagram page. What? what? So make sure you go on there and follow the Offscript Online page and the Facebook page, which we are also sponsored by. Uh, any other sponsorships, guys? Anything else? Oh, also, we have an open sponsorship availability, so if you're interested in sponsoring our podcast, please let me know and be happy to kick off script out of here. So, uh, But no, for real, Mara, I'm very happy to have you. We watched the whole movie originally um, in theaters. Yeah, in theaters. So, big moment. And then me and Mom went about a week and a half later on New Year's Day. And I went to watch it for a second time. I was like, Mom, this movie's really, really good. That is correct. And Mom and has loved I it ever since. I totally agree, because it's my favorite. See? Uh, but no, this is going to be cool. We Thank you guys for listening to all the other... Of course other it's going to be cool. It's ones. with your mom and your sister. Ah, hey. good one, Mom. Uh, but actually, that's pretty funny. Brendan's going to be upset. Don't tell him we said that. <laughs> no, but for real, uh, we've got a lot of Star Wars content. Mara's been up to date on all of it. I'm very yeah, happy, Mara. yeah. We're probably I've been, been re-watching them all. She has. Oh, but then Mandalorian, we've got episode four coming out tomorrow, actually. We're doing it on Thanksgiving, so happy Thanksgiving, Ooh, everyone. Oh, Baby Yoda. I know. It's <laughs> the best. Baby Yoda! Actually, the, the show is very good. It is very intense. Not just because of Baby Yoda. Actually, there's a lot of comparisons, I feel like, between Rogue One and mm-hmm. Mandalorian. That's probably why I really like That's actually, yeah. Um, okay, but wait, I guess anyway. that's a whole nother podcast. That's on for Monday. Uh, but yeah, this is going to be out tomorrow on Black Friday. So while you're running Dun-dun. around and killing people over a pair of boots, <laughs> listen to us. I you do know? hope not. Put those AirPods in. Just, uh, you know, <laughs> kick it. Uh, Mario, that's everything I've got. Any announcements from you guys? Oh, Mom's making a bomb dinner for later. So thanks, Mom. You're welcome. There we go. <laughs> 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 um, all right, so So I just want to kind of jump right in from the gate. This is actually everybody's in their top two Star Wars movies. Um, so we've asked previously, Mara, uh, you said it was your second favorite. Mm-hmm. Question, actually, what's your first favorite? Force Awakens. All right. Favorite. Why is that? Um, I watched it the other day, and I just thought the characters were really well developed. To- yeah, they're just really like put together. I liked them better. I liked how Rey is like a female. Well, that was cool. Oh, we're going this way. We're going I this way. I liked job. Finn. You told me you liked Finn. I thought that I was he was excited. a cool, you know, he was like a stormtrooper who went rogue. And I thought that was really <laughs> awesome. Good tie in. Nice I like when bad turns good. Right. I guess he was never bad, but he was confused and then he kind of joined the rebellion. Confuzzled, yeah. All right, well, that's fine. Uh, but all right, so Rogue One's second favorite, though. And we'll kind of jump into that uh, throughout the course of this podcast, clearly. So, Mom, this is actually your first favorite. So, my f- I'll, I'll go mm-hmm. jump into mine. So, I actually like Empire the best, but I do like Rogue Which One Which I lot. totally so agree with. If Rogue One didn't exist, yes. I, would, I would be there. All right. Because Empire is my no- number two. Mom's actually got a lot of good takes today. I'm very I'm, I'm a I'm seasoned Star Warser. Mom is. And she's also Do you nice know why? Because I'm one with a force. And oh, the force is with me. Catherine, you're... 
Man, Brendan, I'm kicking you out. You're officially fired. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> You're off the payroll, man. <laughs> uh, no, but let's actually move, I guess, a little bit into Rogue One. So a lot of people I know, tons of Star Wars people in general, uh, actually like Rogue One, the best of the new movies. Mm-hmm. And on top of it, they actually like it. Almost everybody I've talked to, it's in their top three, without a doubt. The only other ones that are put even ahead of Rogue One are usually A New Hope and then Empire. Not thinking on Neymar, but... Just everybody I've talked to, that's a general consensus. So with that, I guess, in mind, let's kind of dive into what makes this movie different and why I remember when I walked out of the theater with me and you, Mara, I was like, wow, that was such a good film. (laughs) We literally walked out with our mouths open. Yeah. In the car. We were just like, what? Wow. Yeah, there's so much to talk about with it. And so so good. Uh, Director Craddock. My man is the like basically the Jar Jar Binks of this movie. Can never do anything right, poor kid. But I want to ask. So let's start with you, mom. Okay. Mom, this is your favorite movie. It is. So you said that you like it better than even the original. So what for you sets this movie apart from all the other ones? Okay, what I think, and I guess growing up with the originals, it. What it really does is gives you an insight into the Empire and the things the Empire, what they did, and all the destruction. When you first, if when you grew up, if you watched New Hope, you knew they were bad, but you didn't know why. You just assumed they were bad. Okay. Now it's you see that people are enslaved. They're taking all of their resources. You see that there's a Darth Vader who's, you finally actually see him being a bad Yes. Don't yeah, like say, to say you that say, word. You're good. Okay. Yeah. And you see it, and I think that's what develop. I think that's what's so good about it. And then all these new characters, and these are not misfits, but they're just people from all different aspects. You have a guy. You have Cassian, who is, he's kind of like an underground fighter who kills people. You have Jen Urso, who comes from obviously her family and her father. You have the um. Imperial droid. What's his? K2SO. K2SO. You have my two favorites. Um, You have... We were actually talking about this earlier. We were laughing about it. They actually... We don't really know anybody's name in this. So we actually have to look it all Well, like Shirt and Base, like you know Cassian, you know... know, And then you have... You have kind of like the Finn is Bodhi, who it's... He's a pilot, and he's really not bad, but he knows he wants to be better. And all these people want to be better, and somehow then they all end up together. But their stories are so different that they end up coming together, and they're totally new characters, and they're there to truly fight for the rebellion and fight against the Empire. And I think that's really cool because, you know, when the other ones come on, you know that they're fighting, but you don't know why. And I feel like these characters in this movie, it shows you this this is why. Yes, so I'm gonna go a little. I'm gonna go a little meta here. All right, nothing crazy, but so in our world that we live in, I think a lot of people didn't like the movie Last Jedi, and I'm gonna jump into this on that pod in particular. Okay, but the reaction I seem to get was Force Awakens was people are just kind of either they really liked it, like I actually like the movie. I think it's very entertaining. We went opening night. I like. Force Awakens. I like Force Awakens, and I think people like Force Awakens and because it reminded you of yes. New Hope. It was the same type, the story, it kind of flowed as a new hope. Right. And that's why I think they did that intentionally. And then, though, let's take a look at Rogue. So Rogue One comes out a year later, mm-hmm. and a lot, I mean, everybody, once again, a lot of people went and saw this movie. It made over a billion dollars, and it's very, it's just a beloved movie, actually, within the Star Wars franchise. So then, follow that up a year later, 
with The Last Jedi. And I actually, I ride pretty hard for The Last Jedi. I like that movie a lot. But I understand why a lot of people don't like that movie at all. So I think it was difficult for people to go from La- you know, Rogue One where it's, oh, wow, like, look at these people who've actually sacrificed and done all this for the actual rebellion and actually like made mm-hmm. progress. And then we jump back into The Last Jedi where it seems like nothing has progressed. The Skywalkers kind of suck. Right, Mara? Exactly. I agree. Yes. Exactly. Right? You feel like, well, what was all of that for? And I did not not like it. I didn't love it. Let me put it that way. I did not like it. I just think, and it's like everyone's jaded again, and it's like, okay, so then... Yeah, what was the point of what these people did? What was the point? Like what these people did, it seemed was substantial. Right. And actually pushed the needle forward. Right. Um, So, with that in mind, I kind of want to touch, I guess, on a few different aspects of the movie, like what I thought set it apart. So, let's jump into some characters. Uh, Mara, you like Jen or so? Yes. And I'm going to jump in here and just say I'm one that I really hate when people pander. I'm I'm an anti panderer, right? And that just means where let's put a female character in this just to say, hey, we have a female character in this, right? Or like, let's put minorities in this just to say we have one. But like, I'm more than happy when we actually have interesting characters in these films, right? Mm -hmm. I actually thought that this was a very well-developed female character, which we haven't seen in Star Wars, where we get her actual story early on and then see her kind of progress throughout the film and completely change in more of a dynamic way. So you like Jen's character. Uh, just kind of go a little bit more into that. Um, I like Jen a lot, not because she's a female, but not just because no, she's okay. a female. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. It's she has her family like at the beginning, and then she just kind of you know she loses that, and then she just goes on her own. Like I think at the beginning of the movie, she's in jail. Like yeah. So she's you know has congratulations. To... You're being saved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's a bit for herself, and then. She kind of doesn't want to join the rebellion, Mm -hmm. really, at all. But then she kind of, like, switches where she's like, well, she gets that whole group to go, like, to be at Rogue One, to go to Mm -hmm. the Imperial Planet. I don't know what it's called right now. Scarif? Scarif. I just think nobody else wanted to do it. These rebellion fighters that had been, you know, the lead, the Senate, I Mm-hmm. The whole group, yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't, they didn't yeah. vote for it. They were against it. But Jen and her little group of people were mm-hmm. like, we're going to do this. They had no reason to, like, they weren't, you know, Jedis. They didn't have, like, tons of training in this. Yeah. And they went and they, were, they sacrificed their lives. And she was just, like, the leader of mm-hmm. this group of misfits, as you said. Yeah, exactly. This group of misfits who were like, so I thought, I, that's why I love her, because she led a group. Well, I who had think no this is interesting. And I'll of, pivot to mom here, too. So her family dynamic, right, is basically she's a kid. We're just going to say she's about 10, right? That's what it seems like. Um, So she's about 10 years old, and she goes from being a, just like living on a farm with her family, right, to then basically being on the run, and Saw Gerrera is now training her up um, as essentially a freedom fighter. Uh, And he's an extremist freedom fighter, Mm -hmm. which I, a lot of interesting aspects of this movie actually apply in real world, by the way. Yes. Uh, I love how it's like the Empire's in a holy city in a foreign land. Mm-hmm. I mean, the reality is it looks a lot like Mecca, mm-hmm. right? And like Jerusalem type. The Jedi statues are knocked mm-hmm. over. So much. There's so yeah. much imagery going on in these films. Uh, but with Jin's character in particular, she ends up basically leaving the rebellion because the rebellion hates her because they now know who her dad is. Right. Kind of an interesting dynamic, I thought, right? And maybe I'm by myself on this, but... No, when she first met Cassian, he, they were just like, I know who your father is. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, do I even trust you? 
And um, K2SO was like, you know, yeah. that when she finally gives him a gun, I trust you. Because in their mind, it's like, wait, your father's the reason that, that mm -hmm. the Death Star exists. And she's like, no, he's not. He's doing this. So I think that is a, that's huge because, no, of course, no wonder she doesn't want to fight for the rebellion. Like you said, where she says, if you, you know, when um, Saul, Guerrero, he, yeah. Saul Guerrero says, are you going to fight? And she's like, if you don't look up. Yeah, he basically says, can you stand seeing the Imperial flags Flag. fly over, like, all these countries and worlds? And she's like, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. Yeah, line. it's not a problem yeah. if you don't look up. And so she goes, because she's very jaded, which are, because they took her family from her. But then on the other hand, she doesn't want to fight against them because, you know, you're jaded. This is what you, this is what your life's become. Saul Guerrero leaves her. She's on her own. And mm -hmm. then obviously, there's, and then she sees her father and knows that there is hope. I mean, you hate to say it, but it's what it is. And... She, that just starts the whole process, and I think it's really cool that her whole character development changes. And I do. I love her. I think she's a great character. Mm -hmm. um, and like Mars said, she's the reason. And she got this crew together and this bunch of misfits. Right. And uh, so, for example, Mars, you brought up Finn as a character you like. We all like Jen, and actually, I like a lot of the characters in this movie. So, to give just, I guess, an idea behind the whole Star Wars, and even story writing, period, right? You've got Han Solo, everybody thinks is interesting. Luke isn't as interesting because we kind of get Luke at the beginning. It's like Ray in that way, right? Mm -hmm. We start seeing them initially from their beginnings and like who they were. Characters like Jen, even almost everybody in Rogue One. Um, but then Finn, Han Solo, all those characters actually have backstories before, right. right? We aren't witnessing their growth. We actually like jump in the middle of what seems like their stories. Mm -hmm. So that's what I liked about her is we start off and she's actually already in prison. She's already on the run, mm -hmm. right? So she's already got a bit of a jaded past already. Mm -hmm. And I liked seeing that side right away where, okay, this person has actual personality, has character. We aren't seeing them develop into an entirely different person, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right, let's move on, I guess, from Jen's character. I want to kind of jump into different scenes that we really liked. Uh, so if it's all right, I'll go first, Okay. So a lot of really cool scenes. I'm going to save my favorite. Actually, you know, I like doing numbers here. I'm a top five type guy. All right. <laughs> okay. So, and just no particular order. All right. Well, I, number one, I know number one, one billion percent. Well, I, I feel all right. Like so I we're going to get to that. One. Yeah. Number one is very <laughs> obvious for me. All right. Um, so I'm going to start with number five. Oh, all right? I know. I know what he yeah. means by that. So my yeah. fa one of my fa top five favorite scenes uh, is actually when we get Galen's message. To um, where Saul basically is like, are you here to like kill me? And he's like, the message. And she's like, what message? And that message is awesome. Mm -hmm. So underrated because it's also like shot over. It's a more of a monologue, right? And instead of just seeing Jin's reaction the whole time, it's intercut with different scenes of the Death Star being turned on and actually being used. Yes. And you see the actual power. And it's this man basically saying, I decided to like confine myself in the sanctuary of my work. Mm -hmm. and, and all the while, while they thought I was developing the super weapon, which it is, and I did develop, I've placed a hole in there, mm -hmm. basically to trigger the whole thing to blow up if we need to. I which, love that. Which I think is good, because when you watch New Hope, um, it's like, okay, seriously, you can do that, and the whole thing How blows up. How did they destroy yeah. well, it, It's like the it Family Guy version, fam where exactly. like, He's like, seriously, can, can, can we, we just, just put a, a wooden board over yeah, it or something? Yeah, can we do yeah. something? Yeah. So I think that is... They took Impressive. a joke and, and turned it into an actual storyline. Well, and you see that he, Galen Erso, is enslaved, mm -hmm. but he knows he has to do this because if he doesn't, like he said, somebody else will. So in order for him, he still, he still lived for his daughter, yeah. but knowing that he's developing 
something that will destroy so much of humankind. Yeah. And I like but how he knows he they're going to develop it anyway. Yeah. Right. Yes. And he did it in yes. order to... And him. he talks about that. I yes. love that. Yeah. And Which, I think his character is so interesting. Actually, I love... I love. I do like Aelin or so. Yeah. I do like him and right. what he did. Yeah, Where, that, that's a good... That's a good um, scene. Yeah, so I, I like that scene. And I, especially like... And then when it actually you see the Death Star hit Jetta too. Yeah. And it just blows up. And all of a sudden it's... Oh, this is... Like, I mean, we've watched Star Wars a million times. And I still got chills when I saw it. I was like, oh. Like, oh, the visuals the are just awesome. Right. And did you see how evil the Empire was? Like, the leaders are so angry. Like, Mars, as she watched Force Awakens, she's like, this dude is angry. Yeah. And to see yes. the anger in these men and what they want to do. And yeah. to destroy an entire... They And the thing is... Their Imperial ship had just left. They got all... What they did was they tapped out the whole... That whole um, planet and that area and got all the resources they wanted from it. Mm -hmm. And then we're done with it. Now we're going to destroy it. And it's so... Again, that's where you see the strength and the... All the horrible, horrific things the Empire does. So no wonder people are angry with the Empire. Those are the things you don't know when you see New Hope is... All of the destruction along the way. Oh, and I'm not going to get it too political here, but I do think it's interesting just where, um, you know, uh, you'll watch this movie and you join the rebellion, right? But let's just take, like, for example, uh, I mean, I'm just going to throw out, like, Vietnam, right? And I'm not crapping on the U.S. or anything like that, but I think it's interesting in that aspect, right? So the U.S. essentially went into Vietnam, right, into a country that at that time we just didn't really understand as well, right? And we end up going in not really for resources, but you know, kind of invading to try to fight for one side, and then you've got the two sides battling. Now, granted, it's communism, democracy, so there's a lot of different factors. It's not the same, but I think it's funny. Like, personally, I always side with the U.S. Well, the U.S. is, in a way, depicted in this movie more as, like, the empire, right? Showing up in a different city that they don't mm-hmm. really understand, and then the rebels are trying to fight back against, mm-hmm. like, these tanks right. and stuff and like that. Right, and taking away, yeah. yeah. yeah I yeah. thought it was a very interesting, uh, like, tie-in there. Yeah, so. oh, yeah. But yeah. either way... Um, yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't like getting too political out here. There's but. a lot of tie-ins in these. I watched The Force Awakens the other day, mm-hmm. and it was he was like yelling at the big crowd of stormtroopers, and there was that big red flag yeah. behind him. I was like, this is very like Hitler. 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 Yes. yes, and it was how yes. these people just listen to this guy. We're like, okay, we're just yeah. going to kill all these people because this guy told this, us this to. Head. And he convinced... This redhead convinced This redhead convinced these thousands of people, this is what you have to do because yeah. this is so... I yeah, do exactly. see... And, not even Rogue One, but a lot of the movies where they... There's always a little bit of symbolism there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, all right, so let's go through another scene. Uh, that's my Galen Erso scene. Uh, Mom, what was one of your favorite scenes? This is... I know it's tough. I wasn't planning this. Um, I know. Mar, you have, I have oh, a one. lot of... Mar, you go ahead. I like the scene where the... Um, what's his name? Churret? The blind... The blind guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He decides he's going to... They have to cut on the radio signal... To get All right, I'm going to pause real quick. I don't want to talk about that just yet. That's going to be in our What okay. Made You Cry the Most segment. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah, I love it. With those characters, I'd like to say one of my scenes is when K2SO, he has Cassian and Jen as, like, they're his um, prisoners. And I think it's yeah. funny because then um, the stormtroopers always just... Can they, can they just go to school like, for aiming or anyway, something? No, but he had said, he's like, where are you taking these prisoners? And then uh, yeah. K2SO intentionally, and then he hits um, Cassian, and he's like, what are you doing? He's like, there's, a, there's another one of those coming to you. <laughs> and it was funny because you saw yeah. like K2SO actually had a personality. But yeah. in that, then they started to fight. The next thing you know, my two favorite, the base, 
and sure it comes out and he starts fighting everybody and he's taking out stormtroopers and then of course more stormtroopers show up and then Bay's next thing he shoots everybody and then sure it says to him you almost hit me did you hit me and and you see that he's like thanks I saved your life and their relationship it's very cool you have this one blind man who is um obviously a martial artist yeah this blind Asian and then you have this other man who is this big, huge dude carrying around like... This, a trash can, Carson tra- calls it. Yeah. Yes, this massive weapon. And yeah. the two of them, their relationship, though, I love them. That's why I love them, because I think their relationship... And Chirrut, of course, is always, I'm one with the Force, and the Force is with me. And Vase is the one that's more of... He's more jaded, like, oh, yeah, right. That doesn't exist. Yes. That doesn't exist. Yeah. But, you know, all it took is well, one yes. line, actually, in this movie. And this is what I thought was so perfect about this film, is... He makes, um, I'm sure it's the blind guy, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. He makes a comment when they're on the ship, and he says at one point, basically, like, he was one of the most devoted followers of the Force. Yes. And now he's basically left it. And it sounds to me, and it, it seems weird, but the way I kind of saw it was more of like a mentor-mentee relationship, where now they're equals, right? Where there's a chance in, I, I'm just making up stuff, of course, but I feel like Baze easily could have taken him under his wing, right? And said, like, hey, this is the way, blah, blah, blah. And then, sure, kind of went in all in, right? And then at some point, though, after the occupation of the Empire and the fall, probably, right, the Republic, he was just like, I'm done. Right? Like, what's the point anymore? All these Shadow are being killed. Like, why are we... And then now it's, you know, it's kind of the role reversal, if that makes sense, right? I think sure it's almost like a... I feel like... And even looking at him, I almost feel like he has, like, a monk role. Like, I don't know. I I feel like he's very spiritual, like Mara was saying. And I think he has that. And that's why he has someone in the Force and the Force is with me. And he keeps saying that because I feel like it's a very Zen-like mentality and with being blind, but he can do what he does. And and so I just think the two of them together... And then that's where I feel like all of them kind of come together. Then, of course, then they meet Bodhi because then they're in, they're in prison with Saul Guerrero, at yeah. Saul Guerrero's prison. But I feel like it almost is like these different aspects, next thing you know, they're all together. Yeah. And they he, they save each other. They don't know them. They heard them, they talked to them one time, right. barely, and they just kind of, Cassian kind of blew them off. Next thing you know, they're saving them. So they yeah. knew there was something there. Very much so. So uh, I, I like that in a sense, kind of all those characters and I just thought it was I think we're going more, we're all more dialogue scene. here, which is fine. I'm actually happy with. That's, we're, we're focusing more on like dialogue pieces, which is better. I've got another one here for you. So number three for me, okay? And this mm-hmm. is once again just kind of throwing them around. But um, I actually really like the uh, conversation right when they're um, leaving. It's where uh, they're leaving Edu. And Jin's dad's uh, dead, right? Like they ended up, the Republic ships bomb them. Mm-hmm. And I like Cassian's line here. Because Cassian actually throughout the movie, he's getting his own TV series, by the way, on Disney+. Plus. I'm cool. pretty excited. That's cool. But he ends up killing an informant very early on in the movie. Yeah, we see it, and so we see him. I mean, we already know well, like, you, he'll do whatever. That, like, when I first scene? saw that, I'm like, "Is he a bad?" guy? I mean, you're sitting yeah. there because you don't know the yeah. story. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, is he a bad guy?" Literally, yeah. Well, I mean, he it's like and his first scene. I like the line where Jen basically says, "He's like, I had orders," and she's like, "Even if you knew they were wrong." And he's basically, and I, I got a, you know, I'm, who am I kidding? Let me pull up the real one. Well, I made a comment about, he's like, I've been doing this since I was six, six years, years old. old. Yeah. But I As in, that's what he's been living through. Knows. Yes, that's all he knows is survival. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of them, if you think about Jen Erso, she also lived on survival. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't, we don't know Bodhi's backstory, 
but I'm sure he didn't want to be a pilot for the bad guys. You know what well, I mean? Well, you know, and all he knows he just them, wants to be a pilot, but I like this where all he basically says we can't pick and choose when we want to stand for something. Exactly. Like, I've been in this since I was six. Like, yes, sometimes, and you realize, like, sometimes war actually is extremely messy, right? Mm-hmm. Is actually, like, there is no just good and bad. That, that's why I like this dynamic where it's not just the people shooting green blasters are bad, the people shooting red blasters yeah. are good, right? There's, there isn't really that much here. It's... Hey, it turns out kind of both sides are pretty crappy, and actually there's some good people on both sides, and there's some bad people on both sides. Yeah. Like Galen Urso is part of the Empire, right? They're basically saying, kill him. But the reality is he's actually working more for the Republic and for the Rebellion than any of them realize. Mm-hmm. But they think he's an enemy just because of his uniform. Mm-hmm. Um, and same thing with Bodhi, right? Mm-hmm. Bodhi, like, they make a comment where it's, oh, he's an Imperial pilot, are you kidding me? And it's like, whoa, whoa, like, stop. He might be the defector. Yeah. Right. Like, and it's like, just because he has a uniform on doesn't mean that's who he is as a person. Right, and they find that out on the ship. Exactly, exactly. Um, all right, number two, different pieces of dialogue. Oh, K2SO. Um, <sighs> so is this going to be sad ones? No, 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 not yet. Okay. Not yet, okay. not yet, not yet. Okay. Um, I love, actually, and I don't know why, but one of my favorite scenes is where Jin shoots the K2SO lookalike. <gasps> yes, and, he, and then he comes <laughs> out Did you know behind? that was yeah. me? He's like, for people being quiet, you're making a lot of noise and throws a grenade behind him and blows a bunch of stormtroopers <laughs> yes, up. Yeah, yes. Because so. they said, I, th- I told you to wait on the ship. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, I thought it was too quiet. For people who are going to be quiet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there is but, no horizon. Actually, a lot of K2SA's lines are pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, he's really cool. There, this is one scene where they go into the actual like Imperial base to get the yeah. like data file. And he, they're just like dressed up as little stormtroopers. And yeah. he, he, like, he like watches this like another K2SO Imperial droid walk and he's walking very like robotic and then mm-hmm. K2SO just like looks and he's like walking like a normal person. I just think it's really yeah. cute. Like just because yeah. you can see how he's like a... So this is what they did well with this movie is I think in tying to like the original Star Wars, right? And tying to that lore. They made a really awesome droid. Like BB-8's all... very cool too. Yeah. Um, but like K2SO, K2SO is... Really, yeah. really interesting. Mom compared him to Sheldon. I did. Sheldon when Cooper. I was watching it, Sheldon <laughs> Cooper. I did. What, there's one line where he's like, Cassian made me. Cassian, right. Is, and then I just, uh, the survival rate is only, you know, 20%. Yeah, he, <laughs> now, it's, yeah. now it's 15. Or, and it's just, he's very exact, but he has humor. Yeah. yeah. And, and, but he's supposed to be, so he's a droid. So that's what you want to see. He's supposed to be a droid. So he's supposed to be robotic, but yet there is a personality He's a cool droid because he's also like human. Like you you have BB-8 and R2-D2, but you have C-3PO2, which is kind of similar, but it's not like he can talk. He's annoying and he doesn't bring, you know, humor. Yeah, he yeah. does because he's the like straight laced guy where everybody else can basically be like, shut him up. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I like Um, A2SO. All right. So number one, and this is going to be off the beaten path here. All right, this isn't what makes you cry. I'm just going to go in. Oh, I thought you were doing, yeah, your favorite. Favorite scene. I'm assuming. We all agree with this, right? We're all going to say that it's Darth Vader. All right, so I thought this movie is over. And then the best effing Star Wars scene ever. Oh. Again, you finally see when in New Hope, Darth Vader's bad. Why is he bad? If you guys have been keeping tabs on us, all right, we've been doing the prequels first. Dear Lord, this Vader is not hating Christensen at all. Mm. He is so cool. Yeah, actually, and the that way they portray awful. Darth Vader in this movie, in ju- just when he is in it, is good. There's yes. enough of him. There's not too much of him. Yes. It's just, he's the one character that wasn't, like the other characters are new. Right. 
but there's Darth Vader in it, and I'm glad that they have him in it, but he's just part of the movie. He's not the primary focus of yes. the movie. You know, he feels like a general, right? And he is angry he's like a and warlord. he's evil. Yes. And he's basically like, I'm going to fix all your mistakes, Craddock, because you're a piece of like garbage, basically. And then he comes on that right. ship... And just sick. The lightsaber comes on, and that's all you see. And next thing you know, he takes out everybody. Yeah. Mara made a comment to me afterwards, and she said, "The Vader in New Hope." Yeah, yeah, we actually watched the clip from the Vader in New Hope where he's like, "Take Princess Leia away." I'm like, he would have killed her if that was the new Vader. You know what I yeah. mean? It's like the old Vader's not evil, but he's you know he's evil, but he's not portrayed as evil. It's now like mm-hmm. the new Vader's just killing everybody yeah. because that's what right. I mean. And it's so subtle, but I love the look on the one rebellion guy's face where basically it hits him right, right. where it's what is I'm it? about to die. Yeah. This is well, this is him. They don't know who he is. And then he it's also foreign. Angry. It's a foreign object. They don't know who but he is. But for all we know, they know like Vader is. Well, yeah. But either way. But like, even if you don't, it's just the awe factor of. Yeah. Holy but crap! I love, who like, is this? He goes from like petrified to just angry and like we're like yeah. fine. Like this is how it has to be. Mm-hmm. And like starts shooting it, and then Vader like pausing, like stopping all the bullets, and then just going through and just and cutting just like, everyone. Yeah. And you realize like they have no hope whatsoever. Yeah. And that's what makes a new hope. Actually, yes, they do have hope. So yeah, it's very true. That's hope. how the movie ends. But. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought makes A New Hope so cool on the rewatch now is they're fighting against something so much bigger. Yes. Yeah. See, that's why going and watching the original three, and it see, to me, it makes even Empire better. It makes New yeah. Hope better because when you watch it, it's not, you know, New Hope starts with, we have plans to tell you how we can get, you know, we can do this to the Death Star or we're going to, you know, you yeah. see. And so now you understand mm-hmm. why people don't like the Empire. Why? And it's all there now. Yeah. And I think it just makes the movie so much better. And I like the movies when they originally came out. I mean, I was one of oh, the original. Yeah. But it just puts so much more into that movie now. Well, it gives it, you it like gives it a reason. Personal, like ex- not per- like experiences, like yeah. of what the Death Star does yeah. and how these people, you know, the guy would shoot off the Death Star and then the higher up commander would be like. I misjudged you, and then they just fly away in their yeah. ship after they murdered thousands mm-hmm. of people yes. and destroyed a planet. It's just like, oh, this just what they did. And yeah. before right. it was just a Death Star. It wasn't this destroyer that you right. physically saw kill this, yes. the group of people that you like. You know exactly, I mean? you that's never, the point. You don't know. You, you don't know that. You finally see what the yeah. destruction was. Because yeah. before you just believed it. Okay, it was a bad, yeah. there's a Death Star, Darth Vader's bad, the ship's bad, the Empire's bad. Which, I mean, I get, but I mean... Which is right. fine. That's what it was supposed like to be. Like, George Lucas said, awesome. No, no, right. those yeah. are great. But I'm the, and now, that's why, and that's why I love Rogue One. Yeah. I feel like that's why it's one of my favorite movies. It's just because what it has done for the other movies... To me, Rogue One is a movie I think George Lucas would very much like. Mm-hmm. Where I think if he watched it, he... And I feel like, if, I'm sure he did watch it, where I think this is a movie where he's like, yeah, like, they got it right. Mm-hmm. Like, this actually is the heart of what I was looking for. Um, but at the same time, he also wrote some of the prequels, so... Yeah. He didn't write Rogue One? No, 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 no he didn't. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, to see the movie. sacrifice. I mean, that is... So and that's probably where we're headed now. let's jump in right now. Um, and I'm not going to uh, label it. Let's just go with moments. Uh, I mean, the reality is this movie actually is extremely sad. It's very sad. It's very watchable. The, I think I that's why movie, we all at the end were like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah, I did not somebody, I that. did not expect it. And yeah. I think, I think that makes it what it is, though. Like, yeah. I. So let's just kind of jump right in, and I'm not okay. going to say five or anything like that. 
this isn't a moment that made me cry, but looking back, um, I, I don't know why. I thought this line was awesome. Is where uh, it's this is kind of early, not early, but it's when they're on Edu. And um, the chariot, yeah, I mean, he's blind. And he says, Does he have a face of a killer? And Bay says, No, he has a face of a friend. Mm hmm. And you're, I don't know why, but then in that moment, it's where Jin's like, oh, God, he's going to go kill my dad. Yeah. yeah. Right. And that kind of sets a lot of that stuff into motion. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of mine. Let me see. Uh, one more I know that you guys don't have. Oh, actually, and I don't know why, but it's the Empire killing all the engineers where Galen yes. goes out there yeah, and he that says. Is, yes. Right? Yeah. And Galen basically is like, it was me. Like, don't, like, let them go. Like, they're, let them go back to their families. Mm-hmm. And, and again, he just kills them. He just kills them. Doesn't they matter. just kill. Kill yeah. for the sake of killing. Even though they Tough. created this Death Star that they wanted, you know, they're yeah. because it's worse. Yes. This Death yeah. Star is here. Exactly. Krennic. It's Krennic. Krennic. He, oh, Director Krennic. He's the one. Interesting. I mean, and I think he just, I mean, I don't know. Actually, let's go kind of in order with the movie because the ending has about 20. So we can talk about it. So anything before then, Edu? That kind of hit home. Sagarera wasn't really as much, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, I think he was. He, he knew. He knew it was his time. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was okay with that. And obviously, he was like a rogue fighter. I mean, he was out there. Yeah. He was, and he would have done whatever he had to do. Yes. He would be the same way. So, um, before that, I mean, I guess when. She sees her mother die, which made Mara mad, by the oh, way. Oh, that made me Mara's so like, mad. why did that mom Only run out there? The plot hole I saw in this I, movie actually was that. I, why would she do that? Yeah, that was, I haven't watched Rogue One too many times. It was probably the third time I've seen it. But I was like, she knew. Like, they had a plan. They've had a plan for years. They knew, like, when those people came yeah. to get him, that he was going to say the mom was dead. They would go hiding. And she decided that she was going to come out, try to kill these people, and leave her eight to ten year old daughter to fend for herself in a yep. world where she was gonna be targeted because she was an Ursa. 100%. Uh, that was crazy to me. Like, you know, because he was like, she's dead. And then she comes out. And I'm like, really? Like, you, were you gonna, what, who was gonna take care of this girl? <laughs> yeah. Like, so that made me so mad. I was like, that, this whole, like, you know, they were such a tight family. And then the mom, you know, she just. That was kind of dumb, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I get love and wanting to protect her husband and stuff, but she had that child, and I was, the whole time, I was like, Jen could have had this mother who could have helped her. And you know and how you can fix that? This is a very simple fix. The stormtroopers go and find Jen, and the mom then has to go out of hiding, right? Yeah. And go and, like, tackle him. I get that. And basically, that like, she, sense. like, to get her to run away. But she had no yeah, reason but, I mean, to you do just that. said the stormtroopers would find her, and I don't really they have a lot of any stormtroopers. So. Stormtroopers just collect a bunch of That's my whole on your, uh, your theory. Can I just yeah. say, if you're a stormtrooper and you get to Scarif, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. we're living it up. Parts yeah. like San Diego. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to let me get stationed in Scarif, man. They're like the Hoss station. Palm trees, Sam. Hell, I know. Put us in a city where that's where you retire as a military general yeah exactly (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think through the movie though Uh, nothing really else really hits until I think post Edu yeah Um, I feel like all the scenes the big scenes that uh are sad really happen on yeah Um, only scene I thought that was wasn't sad but actually kind of is is where uh, Jimmy Smith who plays Bail Ordana Mm mm-hmm he makes a comment to um, Mon Mothma, or I think that's her name, right? I, I'm sorry. I'm Star Wars. God, I guess. Yes, you're right. Okay. Mothma. Mothma. All right. Mon Mothma. Mm-hmm. So basically makes a comment to her and she says, do you have someone like a Jedi friend and like, do you have somebody that can get a message out to him? And he's like, I have like the perfect person. 
And it sounds weird, but uh, watching A New Hope, like Leia's basically tasked with taking these orders for her father, right? And like mm-hmm. protecting her people. And that ends up leading to the destruction of Alderaan. Destruction of Alderaan, exactly. And, and you realize, planet. oh my gosh. Like she, without realizing it, you mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. ended up mm-hmm. causing this indirectly. Um, but yeah, so I thought that like looking back. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Let's, let's, go to the, let's go to the heavy hitters, mom. You want to go like in order where it hit you? Um, gosh, they all hit me. But like Mar, if Mara wants to do no, I have another one. Phase, as well. Because early on, I like the Rogue One line. Oh, Rogue Sorry. One line. It's not. This isn't sad, but I love where they just leave and Bodhi's like. Oh, Rogue he's like, what's your what's your name? One? She says, that is "Come really on, cute. think of one, Rogue." Yeah, Rogue One. I love Bodhi. He's like Rogue Bodhi's One, so and then they're like, actually. "We don't have a Rogue One. Like, there's yeah. no Rogue oh, One." Why? And K two S O says, "There is now," <laughs> and then they go. And these fighters are there, and they even say they know. And Jen Arsene take the next chance, take the next chance until their chances are spent. Yeah. Yeah. And they said they're not expecting us. There's no reason they would be expecting us. Yeah. And I just think, what a cool group of people together, just to. So at what point? And I'll ask this: little crew take out the empire. Did you realize? At what point did we realize? Like, as just when you were watching, um, that this wasn't ending well. Um, I didn't. Okay, I'll see. Say this: even when they said they shut the. Then they, they was Same. closed. I'm still like, yeah. okay, maybe they could mm-hmm. still... I, it's almost like yeah. you sit there and think, if nothing else, that Jen and um, Cassian maybe are going to get out. And I'm like, wait a second. They're... What moment... Like, what, would you have like a particular moment where you're like, oh, God, I don't... Like, I don't think they're going to be able to get off. I don't know. Maybe the elevator. I have a moment, but... Them. Maybe I like when the K2SO shuts the door and sacrifices I was gonna himself. Say, that makes yes. me. And he's like, you know, I'm locking the door now. Like locking the say? door. He climb. says like one last word. Climb. Like yeah. He's I don't know what his exact. I think it's quote climb is. actually. I think it's. But he's like that. Like you go, know, goodbye now. Goodbye. Yeah. He goodbye slams now. the door, and that's what I'm kind of like. Well, this droid just died. It that's gives me I the thought. chills. Like, I I'm actually gonna chill. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. He sacrificed a droid. He sacrificed himself for them. And that's when that's when I realized I was like, I think this isn't going to be a happy yeah. ending. Um, yeah. Then after that, um, I really like when the rebellion shows up. We get the actual battle over Scarif, right? And there's some of those ships get through the gate. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh man, I'm getting chills about this scene. I'm, we'll talk about it in a few minutes. Um, but I like that, and then I. Uh, like the fact that we have all these different, actually, like um, aliens, quite frankly, mm-hmm. that are kind of cool. right. Like we see, like now the Empire, like the Rebellion's recruited so many people from across yeah, the galaxy, um, which actually makes me bummed out about Last Jedi, where literally it's like Leia sends out her personal signal and mm-hmm. no one's coming. Yeah, well, it turns out no one cares anymore. Anyway, that's a different mm-hmm. story. Uh, but I love in um, Rogue One where we get all these jets go through, mm-hmm. and then we actually see like the general there. I mean, he ends up dying mm-hmm. and he dies overhead and then like, they still are running and they're mm-hmm. still moving towards like the comm link that they have mm-hmm. to get to um i mean do we just want to go the heavy hitter heaviest of hitters i would say well and, I, mean, I mean Bodhi died too yeah but like i was gonna say that happens after he get see Bodhi's death is sad but it's more of, like you don't see it it's not it's just like the bomb sure it's it, death just right and bomb. i think oh, when I, yeah that's what i'm asking like that's the heaviest hitter i thought and that is um it is, but I think a lot of it is when Shura died, it's Baze's reaction yeah. to don't do this. 
don't do this. You don't. And he yeah. he has to he do has, it. And Vegas knows to he do has, to, has do to do it. And he. I love actually on the rewatch. There was that one soldier. He's in the background a lot. But he and he survives to that point, and he says, "I'll go do it," and, and he, he leans out and right away gets shot. Gets shot. Mm-hmm. Yes. and it's like, oh wow! Yeah, it's, um, they're up against. They're up against the wall everybody. at that point. Yeah, everybody. it's we have yeah. And then he goes up and he does it, and he pulls it, and then he, he dies. dies. And then you see Base go out that. to him and just like, and he's talking to him, and then he, ugh, and then just saying. I'm one, and then he starts to say, I'm when he one, says, I'm that's one with when the you kind of see the role reversal walking. where he yes. realizes, you know, like his hope, the fuck, the force. That's right. what they, he, I thought that was so has. interesting where he like, he grabs his cane or well, a staff yes. mm-hmm. and basically it just starts saying, he's like, all right, I'm one with the force, the force is with me and like takes his he, first steps. Yeah. And do you see all the bullets that come flying by so, and just, I feel like it's a very, so again, powerful. Yeah. It mm-hmm. just, it was, um, you know, and it reminded me, there's an old Bible verse. If Derek's listening, which he probably is, he's going to be appreciative here. <laughs> Shout out to Pastor um, Derek. There's basically a Bible verse where uh, Jesus says, if you have faith as big as a mustard seed, you can mm-hmm. move mountains, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what that, that felt like. That culminates this whole movie. That's very true. That when you're saying true. that, I mean, think about that. A mustard seed. How big is a mustard seed? <laughs> right. And right. this small mustard seed is this crew of rebels Mm-hmm. on yeah. a stolen Imperial ship. Who basically are like, we're going say, to do something. We're now. going in. They don't know we're coming. They're trying to come and take out the whole, I mean, take out the empire on the soil. They've got all the cool stuff. They've got all the equipment. Rebellions They've got are everything. Built on hope. The rebellion, <laughs> exactly. She yeah. says, rebellions are built on hope. And you t- it's about 20, 30 people. And they go in with being that little mustard seed to take out mountains. Make 10 people feel like 100. Yes. Also a low key, a really, really, really good line. And they do, like, and I think really that's good. a that's a great that's a great comparison, Con. Yeah, totally is. So, um, but yeah, when he goes flips the switch, I actually love the oh, man. This movie's so good. I love when he turns his head and he smiles. Yeah, and he's basically like, yeah, I did it. Yeah, yeah. And then in that moment, and so I read an article by the um, the writer or director uh, Gareth Edwards. Um, he says that he actually suggested to Disney they kill them all. Right, mm-hmm. like that was his. And Disney's like, no, we aren't going to do that. And then he went back to him and was like, listen, this movie will hit. Like this, let me show you. And they showed it to him, like what he envisioned. And he was like, they're like, yeah, actually, you're exactly and right. Like this movie is very, very, like it can't end with anybody surviving, mm-hmm. actually. Because they, they needed to. You well, have to. You yeah. have good to, and bad. Well, good you and bad, have yeah. to, you, you have to make the Death Star into something kind that of, is evil. So, as well, you can't. He dies. Baze dies very quickly after. Well, and then he comes to him, and then yes, Bodhi the says for Galen, right? He says, well, even before that, and, and I like that Bodhi when he's like, he did this all because he said yeah. Galen said I could be right by myself. Yeah, and I think they're all dying for this cause. They're all dying um, for a cause they don't need to. They they know that it's something that's not going to help them. Yeah, but it's going to help Others. rebellion, and that's yeah. what the coolest Others. thing. Okay. This is so. Complete and utter sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah, that's very So true. unselfish. Yeah. And that's why I like this movie. It's not, nothing is about, it's not about them or about themselves. No. no and then exactly Bodhi right. dies. And then you're like, Bodhi's man, death this is, is getting when real. It's, yeah. That that's when true. it's, I think they're all, I think they all are going to die. Yeah. Um, best shot, in my opinion, in the entire movie is, uh, I think I have the same thought. Yeah, right. So it's not sad, but, um, yeah, best shot is the Death Star. Can we all agree? I think the Death Star coming out of hyperspace, and the hyperspace is the coolest thing 
yeah. I've ever seen. And it comes and, up, and you see it is the Death Star. And Krennic is literally sitting there, and it's his creation is now yes. his demise. Mm-hmm. Krennic, it's, he sees it, and he's there, and he sees the Death Star. Doesn't it just go over the sun? And then sit for a second, yeah. and then keep moving. Yeah. But it comes. It in, goes like right over the planet. But it I'm comes in through um, hyperspace. Yeah. And they said they're gonna hyperspace the, the Death Star, and you're like, and as that comes in, I just thought that was, you see the power yep. of it. And I the, think I feel like it's a very Rebel powerful says, scene. He's like massive object coming out of hyperspace, and then they see it, and then they see the shot. Like I'm actually, I got pretty bad goosebumps from this. Um, they see the shot where the Death Star hits, and it goes and hits the yeah. comm signal. Yes. Like the tower. Uh, yes. As soon as it um, is going, you know, it goes and hits it, and then you see it all bubble up. Mm-hmm. And then I love the reaction. It's so weird, but CGI'd. But it's Admiral Raddus, who's yes. on Calamari, where his eyes actually get bigger. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's, oh my, and he makes comedies like Rogue One, like, May the Force Be With You. Yeah. yeah. And that allowed me oh. yes. And then I love the ships where Vader's ship shows up, and some of the and ships actually get they caught. Just, they just get hit. And they get just hit, comes and out. they break. Yes. And it's it's so it's such little details like that I think that make this movie so fascinating. Yeah. Where it's oh you know there's so much loss on so many sides. On both sides. That's yes. I I feel like something else about the Death Star is they destroyed their imperial their planet. They don't mm-hmm. care yeah. about the people that are on that planet. They don't care yes. about their storm. They have dark. They have their Darth Vader in their ship. They have the two people. Their couple people they need in the their ship. Yep. And they're gonna destroy their people, their place because. Yeah. You know. Think about all the files are in Scarif of like exactly. all their data, and basically it's just hey, because there's a few a few rebels down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there's how many rebels were down there at that point? Maybe four. How many were left? You know, exactly. Yeah. Jen, Cassian, so Jen and Cassian, but, you know. and Jen's up there trying to obviously fix the yeah. um, satellite. Yeah, you know, and, and she fixes it right before Krennic or Jen and Krennic. Um, you know what? That actually didn't hit. As hard for me, if that makes sense. I'll, yeah. Where basically she says who she is, like the Death Star plans are now, you know, my dad basically put built a bomb in your um, machine. That didn't really hit as hard for me, I guess, like emotion on an emotional level. When Krennic? Yeah, where Krennic gets shot by Cassian and then yeah. like... Krennic, by the way, love that character. <laughs> Don't choke on your aspirations. Mm-hmm. Like, Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, well, and Darth I like... I think you see Cassian and Jen when they're like on the elevator. Oh, yes. Yeah, and they're looking at each that. other and they're not, and it's not even like a love, rela- it's a relationship where they went from he didn't trust her, she didn't yeah. trust him, and the two of them know this is the end, but the relationship they built together I think is yeah. really cool. And I think they're just looking at each other like, hopefully we did something. Hopefully yeah. we've done yeah. this. Do you think someone's listening? Do you think someone's listening? Yeah. And he said your dad would be, you know, when they're out of the, and I'm like, I just think it's so cool that the relationship that they created together, nothing more than, I mean, it, I don't know. It was just that they didn't have any trust. And that's showing you that people could both be rebellions and have no trust for each other, like you were saying. Yep. And now the two of them, they accomplished their goal and they know this is going to be the end. And they, you could just see them just staring at it. And I thought it was cool. They were just looking at each other, like knowing this is the end. Yeah. I and love then that scene on the going beach. Going on the beach. That's the whole and, Yeah, and he just says to her, Your dad yeah. would be proud, proud yeah. of you. And that's the last thing you hear. And I'm just like, My gosh, this is really it. They're going to just watch. Yeah. Now, look, if you're going to be anywhere, I guess being on the, um, on the sand and being but on that's... the ocean and just, you know, being at the. I guess like, the, I mean, if you're, yeah, if you're going to get killed via nuclear weapon. And you're could just be worse watching the destruction. But... And, but I think the way they did it was 
beautiful and peaceful for them because next thing you know, it's them just hugging it's like, actually like and very light. peaceful transition. It's very yes. So one of my favorite scenes actually, or um, not scenes, but I guess shots is I love when they take the, not even the Death Star, but it's the uh, Hammerhead. They bring it and they crush the two Imperial ships. And then you That's hear the score cool, and the score the is like very soft, right? And it's a ship going through and destroying like, the um, gate. Breaking it in. Oh, yes. yeah. The shield. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very, like the score actually is incredibly underrated in this entire sequence. I do. I like um, the musical score mm-hmm, in there. Yeah. Because I like it. Even when it starts, it, it's its own it's score, different. but it's you know it's, it's Star Wars. I said yeah. that when it started. I was like, Connor, this is uh-huh. different Star Wars And they get that loud, like, abrupt, like... You know, I, I, don't, I don't know the instrument. Brendan, if he was here, he would definitely know. But um, it's like the loud initially where it's a long time ago, galaxy far, far away. And then it's just the noise like, boom. And then like we start right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. no like crawl. The little, there's like, no, yes. Tree, like tinkle. You know what I'm talking about? Where like. The crawl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the, the crawl, words, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where it yeah, goes down. Exactly. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm trying to think what else. Yeah. That scene on the beach is really powerful. I thought it was very powerful. That Especially after the whole, I mean, the whole last hour and a half was just destruction. Mm-hmm. That was the whole purpose. So I feel like it yeah. was good that they did, they kind of ended that sequence, I feel like, with something that was more so peaceful. I, I feel like that it was made a, it very yes. powerful. There was yes. a guy I used to work with, um, my buddy Greg, he'll listen, he'll laugh about this. He hates, like, he hated The Dark Knight. But he even made a comment. And he was like, you know, there's a lot of things I didn't like about Rogue One. I just remember afterwards saying, you know, there, yeah, are there fl- like flaws in a movie short? There's flaws in every movie ever, right? The reality is, though, after I watched that movie, it was, wow, that is so incredible. Like, I definitely want to go see that again. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I didn't have Regal Unlimited at the time, but if I did, I would have seen it like five freaking times. Like, you know? <laughs> just yeah, awesome. And then on top of it, I think with the, so then we get the shot of kind of the nuclear bomb, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yes. Like, that's yeah, really you can what we see it in the distance. Yes, and the, mm-hmm. as and then post that, we still get the Vader scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating, and then it basically jump starts right into a new where home. Leia, yeah. the transition. It's it's mm-hmm. perfect, and then basically Leia makes a comment and says, "Well, you know, we have what we have like um, what is it?" And she's like, "Hope." It's hope. Yeah. Hope. Um, and I don't think they CGI'd her, by the way. I think that's just a woman who's like a Russian. They probably made it actually is. is. Or is it CGI? It's a woman. Or it's a woman. They made her look like it's a it's a Russian woman. I think that Mm -hmm. looked so much like Carrie Fisher Mm -hmm. that they ended up just using her instead of CGI. Like Grandma Tarkin, they CGI. Yeah, they had a CGI. No one's gonna look like him. (laughs) You know what's interesting is Pius Thickness, all right? Who's the um, the uh, actor? The actor. I don't know his name. Sorry, man. But he plays Pius Thickness, who's the in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part One. He takes over as Minister of Magic, and he's uh, right. in Voldemort train. He's got the long black hair. Yes. He actually wore, like, he did all the acting, did the voice work and all that, but then over him is where... Oh, for course, Tarkin? Yeah, for Tarkin. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so actually, I heard that recently, and then when I was listening cool. to it, I was like, oh, yeah, I can see, see the voice is mm-hmm. actually different. But, I mean, he's... I mean, all of these guys are incredible. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else we really... That's basically everything, guys. Ran through the whole movie. Man, that was a really good movie. Very good movie. Uh, all right, if you have one... All right, so I usually do winners and losers, and this is, I think, a very easy... Not easy one, but, you know, other Star Wars ones, it's hard to do winners and losers because it's like losers. The dialogue, it's, you know, come on, George. Winner, uh, lightsaber battle. You know, Mace Windu's purple lightsaber type. Yeah, yeah there were no uh, lightsaber... Think about this. This movie... Oh, well, there true. were light, Darth Vader and lightsaber... No lightsaber yeah, battles. No, but it was good. Where, yeah. It wasn't it's supposed like, to be. Yeah. 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 And I think, too, that was part of it is that we had so many Star Wars movies and... They brought out new Star Wars movies that this was a Star Wars movie, but it was set apart 
that it wasn't just about the. Um, it's a Star Wars story. Using the Force yes, the and, Jedi's and the, right, exactly, and not in a bad way, but sometimes you just need something oh, yeah. a little different. Well, let's actually talk about this. I, I want to do winners and losers as much. I want to talk about this movie in comparison to, I guess, the sequel trilogy, right? So a lot of, and I kind of hinted at it earlier, but I think a lot of people went into the Last Jedi, and we see Rogue One, and then a year later we get Luke throwing his lightsaber behind him. Okay? Mm-hmm. And a lot of Star Wars people are upset about Luke's character in general, right? Which I get. If you're a huge Star Wars fan, if you're an extended universe fan, and that's another problem I think a lot of people had is that, um, you know, they, for example, Rose's character, I'm not trying to trash anybody, but let's call a spade a spade. I actually, the Connor cut of Last Jedi, I don't watch the casino any Rose Finn stuff until the end. Um, because it's not really, it, it just doesn't go anywhere. It mm-hmm. seems kind of pointless. Uh, you know, it's maybe it will link the next movie. I don't know. I, I don't joke, really I joke with ones. Brendan. We last when yeah. we watched last Jedi, she frees all these horses, which is great, but she leaves the kids who are slaves. That, right. I do remember that. And I remember me, we taught us talking yes. about that and we were like, what is the, what is the point of this? Yes. So, and you know, I don't, I don't care about politics and all that, but the reality is that I think people were upset when they saw last Jedi because they see just. Like, we see Rogue One where you have all these incredible characters. Yeah. And now we get just... Maybe like, they're back to I the... feel like they're trying... I think some of it is they're trying too hard. They're trying to make these statements. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what goes on in our world with that? Rogue One was a movie. Rogue One, not that it didn't have it, but it was yeah. underlined. It was just... A, we, it was a good movie of sacrifice. The Jetta. That's Jetta is was. very fascinating as a, like, mm-hmm. as a city idea, right? It's basically the Jerusalem, the whatever you want to... Right? The Mecca, Medina, whatever you might want to say. Exactly. Of the Star Wars universe. And like I, you said, I thought the Jedi, the Jedi statues were down, yes. down which yeah. is very yeah. cool. Yeah, very, very cool. cool. It's like this is a basically a place of pilgrimage, it seems, mm-hmm. for a lot of Jedi, period. Right. And now it's a desolate wasteland where an empire's mm-hmm. basically come through and you and, right. and that that's not even American. You know, I studied a lot of Middle Eastern history, right? Yeah. Yeah. The reality is they go through a lot of dictatorships, right? It's yes. one dictatorship after another. And just always constantly looking to sell resources off. And exactly. that's it. And that's what they um, did. And I, Which yeah. I think they did. A lot of things were done, but they were in a subtle way, but they were very effective. Yes. Like I said, you saw what the destruction that the Empire had. You saw that these people were living with these ships over them, taking all the resources. They were slaves to all of that. Yeah. You saw all of that, but... It was the focus, but it wasn't. It was there. It was, I guess it was part of the reality they all lived in. So that was a lot of it. And I think when they did like Last Jedi, I think a lot of those movies, what I feel like a lot of the newer movies, and I like them, but I feel like it's like they're trying too hard to put in either either their political rationale or whatever. And maybe they're not, but I feel like certain things are kind of like not necessary. Like I feel like they're thrown into the movie. Yeah. And... Maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking. And I, I like Jaded that's why Luke, I think Rogue One just let's is a take movie. a look at. I'm gonna compare Jaded Luke here, right? Which I I ride very hard for. Which but I, I think I'm kind of cool that I mean I think I get why Luke is jaded. I get it. Yeah, I, I get, get it. it. But you know, Jyn Erso's jaded at the beginning, right? Yes. Um, Guerrero's a bit jaded. Very jaded. <laughs> yeah. Cassian's very jaded, right? They, yes. All all these they people all are, are actually real people in like real life. I'm not saying you know per se, but yeah. they all have characteristics of people you know. Mm-hmm. And I think what a lot of Star Wars people wanted was more of if Luke's going to be like this, let's make him, let's make him more realistic mm-hmm. instead of just I tried to murder my nephew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was a bad decision. I shouldn't have even remotely done it. But then that led my nephew all of a sudden to burn down my entire temple, kill all these like. 
Well, Luke's supposed to be a very <sighs> powerful Jedi, and he. It's... Man, by the way, uh, people, I have. No, I say I. Me and Brendan. Brendan helped. I came up with a new sequel trilogy idea, and I think everyone's going to be very happy. It honestly, you know how long this stuff takes me, and I'm not even bragging at all. It takes me like twenty minutes, and but bothers me because how in the world does do these people spend years on these scripts? And I'm sitting there like, kind of, what would be a cooler movie? Like, what's a movie I want to see post Return of the Jedi? Right? Okay, here, 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 and here. All right, that's a good movie. Let's do it. So that's why I think a movie anyway. like Rogue One. Yeah, it does bother me. And you said like, what sets it apart? I don't. I think you don't need to, and may, maybe you would, because I know you're doing these rewrites of things. I feel like Rogue One is just a, it's a good, solid yes. movie. When it's on, I watch it. So Some movies, I'll watch some, yeah. I'll wa- I won't watch, I'll skip through parts. Or, I, I feel like it's not one you sit there and say, man, I need to rewrite this, because this should have happened. I think what yeah. should have happened, happened in that movie. Yes. I think they are good characters. And I mean, I don't know if it's because they all ended up. What do you dying, think about the Mandalorian? Actually, so I want to kind of pivot here, right? So not the Mandalorian show, but in comparison, I feel like the Mandalorian is very is a cousin, quite frankly, to Rogue One, mm-hmm. where it's we're part of the Star Wars universe, but we also very much aren't. But we, mm-hmm. it's very much is. Yes. Right, and I think it does a great job of kind of balancing the two, where we want people crave original stories. Yes. But we also don't crave, you know, a, a taxation and tariffs. Being the reason for our Jedi showing up and being negotiators, right? Right, right. So we, everybody, there's a tough balance, and I know Star Wars fans are tough to work with at times, but uh, yeah, like I think Rogue One basically set everyone in a, not tizzy, but like a wow, like look at all these incredible things we can have in the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And then Last Jedi, and then, so, you know, I like Solo, but I understand that if you very much are a Star Wars fan and you love Han Solo, guess what? This kid is, is Har- he's not Harrison Ford. It's okay. But it can't be. But it can't be. I'm saying that's what, when I watch these newer movies, when I watch the sequel trilogy specifically, and even the prequels, they all feel like very much they're movies in and of themselves. Does that make sense? That's what, exactly. That's why I think I like And then Rogue One is great because Rogue One to me ties in actually to Star Wars. Well, obviously. But like, no, but like, yeah, yeah, like it actually feels like it's gritty. It's, it's this dirty kind of Gritty is a really good word for it. Because yeah. you don't always see that in the Star Wars movies. Yeah, I feel like Star Wars isn't as intense as Rogue One was. But yes. you yeah. could, but when it came out, it had to be cinematically uh, pleasing. Pleasing, exactly. <laughs> like you want it to be gritty, but you can't have yeah. a movie where obviously everybody dies because oh, then there's no Not other movie. So yes, I think that's what's so. great about, and they finally realized, hey, let's get that story of what happened and why Star Wars New that's Hope started. And let's show the gritty side. Because I think they realized after doing the, the first three, mm-hmm. people want a little more than just, like, campy stories. Mm-hmm. They yes. want the grit. I think after a certain number of years and a certain number of movies, people want, like, substance. Well, and, and, and they tried, but the problem was you have Hayden Christensen screaming, I killed them all to his girlfriend of, like, 48 hours. Uh, I know. And it's I just know. whiny. And then at the same time, why is she with him anymore? Right. Well, like, there was a lot of character. That's a whole nother. So, like, that's multiple podcasts. Yeah, that's so a, just very That's tough. a lot of character Go back and listen that. to Connor and Brendan's mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones yeah. uh, revisit, and you'll hear a lot of cheesy dialogue. Yeah, and that's why there wasn't a lot of that. I think I think they learned a lot of things, and when they did, I understand it was different writers, but I think they've learned a lot from other movies and knew what not to do. Yeah, to make a good movie. Yep. 
I feel like with Rogue One, they're also like misfits. I feel like you connect mm-hmm. with people who are underdogs yes. more too. You know, yeah, Anna, like, yes. Not that Anakin can not they but not underdogs. But somebody has, but the it's the fact and... that these people, yeah, they are powerful mm-hmm. Jedi's who are uh-huh. Jedi in training. Mm-hmm. Or yes, these people are orphans. That's yes. what Luke very in like the first saint, like you know they're so. scavengers. They're not. Yeah, you know yes. they're not people who are supposed to be powerful. They're people who are supposed to be like us. You know, very yes. normal people in a world. Mm-hmm. And then they decide they they don't have to do what they did. They're not trained from the beginning. Exactly, yeah, that's Galen a Urso, really yeah. that's you a very good point. More. And Galen Urso is a farmer, right? Left his job exactly. just to go into farming, yes. and then the Empire basically demands he come back into their or service. Or his family probably they would hurt his. I mean, mm-hmm. they did. They did exactly. Hurt his family. Yeah. But he had no choice. Yeah. You know, it's yes. very. They're not people and who have. That's why yes. people... And that's, you're, you're right. All these characters are like that. You can connect yeah. with them. And yeah. you're like, man, like you said, yeah, the mustard seed can move mountains. Like, yeah. it can be done. And people yeah. love the first two Star Wars. And let's take Luke as a character, right? Han Solo's the jaded guy who's, I'm just in this to get paid. Which, everybody knows that guy, right? Yeah. Not a big deal. Luke, though, he doesn't really have the Force. And even when he starts using the Force, he gets his, he gets just his ass kicked by Vader. Yeah. That's reality, right? Vader absolutely wipes the floor with him, and the only time Luke even touches Vader, Vader cuts his arm off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think the issue with some of the sequel stuff is not to pick on Ray. Ray goes toe to toe with Kylo Ren with zero lightsaber Why? training, zero force training, you know, nothing. So, point is, very difficult for I think all of us to kind of get behind some of that stuff. Where, like you said, Mara, these people, like they actually lose a lot. Throughout the movie. Yeah. Is Cassian is supposed people. to kill Galen, but, yeah. but he doesn't. But then at the same time, mm-hmm. the Republic, you know, sh- or uh, Rebel ships. They're real. They're not Darth Vader's children. They're not, you know, yes. they don't exactly. have a purpose. They don't, well, have, they don't have that lineage. Yes. Yeah. They don't yes. have this connection to these people. They're fighting for a cause that they have. I mean, Jen has a little, con- she has connection to, but they're fighting for a cause that they don't have this connection to. They, Just they're like doing they're it to, to hope, for hope, yeah. mm-hmm. for the people in the future. So. Yeah, yeah. That's well, exactly guys, right. That was really good, Mars. This has That's been a, a long ending. podcast, but actually, I'm very happy. This has been awesome. It I've has actually been awesome. very much enjoyed this. Thank you guys Me for joining. Too. You are welcome. So, welcome. I'm going to end with a winner We're and a loser. We're glad to have this. We're glad <laughs> to have you here because it is Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. Give thanks. We are thankful. Give thanks to Rogue One. Rogue One. All right, so I have a winner and a loser. All right, so uh, my winner of this film, okay, is Star Wars fans everywhere. And my loser is the people that book their scarab vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was bad timing. Bad, bad timing. Sweetheart, I, I got his tickets. I hope you bought yeah. the insurance. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, keep listening for all our Mandalorian content. Um, a lot of good stuff. We are going to also go see Knives Out, me and Mom. There's a chance me and Mom actually do a Knives Out podcast. Ooh, that would be awesome. Yeah. Looking I forward to that movie. I went and saw Ford vs. Ferrari. Go check that out on Offscript Online. And we have a Patreon account. I forgot to mention that. Guys, for only a dollar a month, you're just going to be giving us a dollar a month. Um, but actually, we kind of need some money because we're trying to upgrade our equipment, and uh, it would just mean a lot if everybody just you know just donate a little little cash. We're also trying to get out more merch, and it's not like we're just asking we for donations. We do love merch. Mom's got a sticker on her car. I'm yeah, very happy. laptops, got cars. Laptops. Yeah, They're exactly. Everywhere. Off script. Everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's a new series. Um, but yeah, also if you put a dollar in now through the fourteenth, we are going to give you a or give out a twenty-five dollar regal gift card. So you can, to quote Brendan, see The Force Awakens with you and a friend. I just say, just go see two movies by yourself, but that's fine. 
So, uh, yeah, so See, 25 Force Awakens. Cards. Oh, Return Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. I hate to tell you, it's all, it's all kind of the same in my mind. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, people. Wow. Wow. I hope yeah. this one's better. I hope this one's better. I love The Last Jedi, actually. I love it, but I also uh, see a lot of faults I just hope it. it ends well. It makes sense. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope it ends. I hope it it should. I hope it it needs to have a good end. Here's my concern is, and this will go, I'll talk about this later, but the trailers that I've seen are the story of a lifetime, like the saga ends now, and it's weird, but I have no emotional connection to Finn, Ray, Poe, Rose. I I don't care about any of them. That's a person. But I love Kylo Ren. That's the interesting thing. I do too. It's like, I, like Finn should have died. Hashtag. Right. I think that's part. That's why we had emotional connections with the characters. Rogue One, you had emotional connections yeah. because yeah. we're like them. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, they are. They're and with that, yeah. so with that, thank you all we'll for listening. You and we're gonna go eat some turkey. So. May the force be with you. <laughs> no, mom. I am one with the force, and the force <laughs> is with me. That's it.